What's up, everybody? What's up, people? So we here. This is the first official episode of Let's Build the Podcast. Um, so how I'm going to be doing it is I'm going to have two episodes per week. And those two episodes are going to be on the same topic. But it's going to be like a part one and a, and a part two. So we're going to get straight to it. Today we're talking about Christianity. And we are talking more so about like where did Christianity come from? You know what I'm saying? Because everyone who has some type of, I would say, like, I I hate words like consciousness and woke now because it's, it's becoming so, like, mainstream and shit. But if you have some type of understanding of knowledge itself and history, you know that there was a time in our history as black people, as African people, that we weren't Christians and Christianity didn't even exist. You know what I'm saying? So we about to get straight to it. So um, when it comes to Christianity, it's a lot of things that people don't really know. And one of the things is that that shit is not original. You know, it is just a bunch of things that they stole from the Nile Valley. And for those who don't know what the Nile Valley is, the Nile Valley is Kemet which is Egypt, Nubia, which is Sudan, and Ethiopia. I mean, I'm sorry, Kush, which is Ethiopia. It's the Nile Valley because that is the the countries that the Nile River flowed through, well, flows through. But, so when we talk about the Nile Valley, we are talking about, like, our, our ancestors, you know, like, when we talking about Egypt and the the pyramids and the pharaohs because that's pretty much all that everyone knows about it but they don't really know like the like deep rootedness into it so when we talk about the Nile Valley you automatically have to talk about Christianity because that is where Christianity stole all of this shit from and what I mean by that is they basically plagiarized all of that shit and then whitewashed it and just said hey you know um, no, this was our shit, blah de blah de blah. So, who was Jesus? First of all, you like if we really, really want to get into it, you know, we know that in the Bible it says that Jesus had hair like wool and, and feet the color of burnt brass or bronze. But basically, what that meant was he was black as shit because if you burn anything, it's gonna be black. And when they say bronze or brass, they mean like shiny and smooth. And so they basically saying like he was real, real black and he had great skin and he had wool hair. So basically in the Bible, it says that he was a black man. But the image that all black people worship is a white man. If you go to any place on earth that worship Jesus, there Jesus looks like them. Every other race of people on earth that worship is, that's not even a word. I think it ain't. Worship is? No, that's not a word, yo. Worships. I'm tripping. But that worships a religion, (laughs) their deity looks like them. Black people are the only people on the planet earth who has a deity that they revere that don't look like them. You know what I'm saying? If you look at, um, Buddhism, you know, their deities look like them. Hinduism, their deities look like them, and so on and so forth. But with black people, worship 
a white man with blonde hair or whatever color hair he got but he ain't black though and then when you even look deeper i want y'all to study this or just kind of sort of research it but that picture that painting that's a painting of caesar borgia caesar borgia and he was one of the pope's son sons um i think it was like around the 16th century and that painting was painted by michelangelo so that's not even the real image of jesus christ but to cut to the chase regardless if you make them black or you make them white don't make them real so when i say who is jesus we're going to talk about the story of jesus you know he was born of a virgin from mary and um you know he died and resurrected and came back to life and was you know this the the savior and all of this and all of that cool so now if we go to kemet if we go to the nile valley and we go to their spiritual system their spiritual system was called the meru nature and in the meru nature one of the most revered deities in the meru nature his name was horus aka if you want to go deeper into the kemetic roots his name was haru haru was born of a virgin his mother name was isis if you want to go into the comedic lineage isis comedic name was Aset. he was born of a virgin he died came back to life was resurrected became the savior the one the holy lamb da, 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 da. so you hear that story and you like damn that just sound real familiar right because that shit ain't because the Jesus story ain't original. They got it from there. All they did was take the story from Kemet, whitewash it, and claim it as theirs. You know, that's all that they did. And what is crazy is, I can tell people that, and they still won't believe it, or they won't, you know, want to hear it. But all you got to do is do the research. Don't let your belief system make you dumb. So, um, next, when you go to even with the word amen, you know, amen, you say it in church and you say amen, amen, after you say your prayers, amen, 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 this, that, and the third. But when you go to the Nile Valley and you look at Kemet, if you know anything about the Kemetic um spiritual system and their gods they had one of one of their most revered gods in the Nile Valley was Ra um and Ra and in the Nile Valley after they would say their prayers and you know they would do their rituals and their ceremonies and whatnot they would give or they would show reverence to Ra um, and Ross. So after they would say their prayers or did their rituals and blah, 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 what would they say at the end? Amen. Even um, some of the greatest pharaohs, they would change their names so you like to Amen something, you know, because Amen was like it was a high, high uh, powered word, a high revered word in the Nile Valley because, you know, Amen Ra. So when you look at that word after they said their prayers and their rituals and all of that stuff in ancient Kemet, they said Amen because they were showing reverence to Amen Ra. 
and that's the same shit that they do in church and you know y'all go there and y'all say amen and amen this and amen that and y'all don't even know why y'all saying it y'all just saying it just to just to say it because that's what everybody else say like y'all like well not to say y'all but people go to church and they saying things that they literally don't even know what it means or where it comes from they just saying it because they have been indoctrinated to say it but amen comes from the now valley amen raw and that is what they said after they said their prayers and whatever whatever because raw if you know which god raw was raw was the sun god and he was literally probably if not the most revered god he was one of the most revered gods because if we know anything about the sun the son of god was literally the sun and then they turned and then they turned it to uh jesus being the son of god but in ancient kemet the son of god was literally the son because without the son we all would die so that's how that went and um i'm going to touch on the moses story a little bit because it's very important the moses story is one of the dead giveaways of where they got their uh a lot of their christian religion from so if we know anything about the moses story we know that in the bible moses was a quote-unquote hebrew and he was found floating up the river by the pharaoh's daughter bithia first and foremost bithia is not even a comedic name so that's some made up shit just like a nigga named john and damn israel or some shit like come on man y'all y'all couldn't have come up with some better names but so moses was found floating up the river by bithia and she you know became like his adopted mom and blah blah so as moses once he got older if you know anything about the biblical uh text and the bible talk and all of that stuff moses he had to fled egypt i mean he had to flee egypt he he fled egypt because he slayed the pharaoh soldier which meant that he killed the pharaoh soldier and he fled egypt because he feared punishment so what that meant is that he did something wrong and he was scared so he ran away so next he was wandering in the desert that is what is that is what it says he wandered in the desert for x amount of years i can't remember the exact amount of years i want to say it was like 30 that he just wandered in the desert first and foremost miraculously this nigga just wandered in the in the, the desert for a damn 30 some years and ain't die but hey he was just special like that but he wandered in the desert for x amount of years and then he went to Mount Sinai and he got the Ten Commandments. Woo, crazy. Woo. So let's talk. Um, 30 plus years, I guess, before he got these Ten Commandments, Moses was already in trouble because he killed the Pharaoh soldier and he feared for punishment. So he ran away. So that goes to show you that it was already laws in place and laws against killing because he fled Egypt because he feared punishment so that goes to show you again that it was already laws in place before the ten commandments was even created so 
if you study and you look into it, I want you to look up the 42 laws of Ma'at. And what happened was the 42 laws of Ma'at were 42 laws in the Nile Valley. And they were laws that were already in place, let's say like roughly 3,000 years before Christianity as a religion even existed. That is why Moses supposedly, once he killed the Pharaoh soldier, he knew that he was going to get in trouble. So he fled. And this was years before the Ten Commandments came out. So look at, well, I want y'all to look at the Ten Commandments and then look at the 42 laws of Ma'at. All the people that created Christianity did was they went to the 42 laws of Ma'at because in that in those laws, they have laws that say, you know, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery, da 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 So all they did is say, hey, look at these 42 laws, y'all. We gonna take 10 of these motherfuckers and we gonna make our own shit. So how could he have gotten the most incredible 10 laws? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, the, these 10 commandments on Mount Sinai if it was already laws in existence that's why the nigga ran away because he was like oh shit i'm about to get in trouble i'm going to i'm going to um to be put in servitude because i killed the pharaoh soldier that's why he left so all they did was take all they did was take 10 of the 42 laws and they just chose which 10 that they wanted to choose and they made the 10 commandments now did any of that Moses stuff ever happen? No, it did not. None of that ever happened. Hebrews did not build the pyramids. Those were architects that had built the pyramids. Architects and builders. I can't go and get fucking a thousand homeless people from downtown and build no skyscraper. You got to know what the hell you doing. So I'm not trying to hear that. Oh yeah, well Hebrew slaves built the pyramids. Shut the hell up. No, they didn't. During that time, Hebrews were goat herders. They didn't even do anything yet. They were goat herders. But the Ten Commandments are ten laws that the people that created the Christian religion. The Ten Commandments were the ten laws that they picked from out of the forty-two laws of Maat. That's all it was. So that those are some of the things that show you how they took things from out of the ancient comedic spiritual system of the metal nature and they just made Christianity. They just stole our ancestor shit and switched it around and whitewashed it and claimed it for this. You know what I'm saying? That is where Christianity and a lot of it, you know, like I wouldn't say in its totality because a lot of the Bible is astrology also, but the majority of the things in the Bible are taken from like straight out of Kemet, straight out of the Egyptian book of the dead and the Egyptian book of the living. You know what I'm saying? Like who is Jesus? Jesus is a carbon copy of Horus. Horus Haru. He died. Well, he, first of all, he was born of a virgin. He died, came back to life. He was resurrected. He was the, well, I'm sorry. He was crucified. 
was, you know, resurrected, came back to life, is the Savior, the Holy Lamb, blah, blah, blah. The word Amen. Christians say Amen at the end of their prayers and they put their hands, they put their palms together so they can touch, so they can form the shape of a pyramid the same way that they did in ancient Kemet. They said amen at the end of their prayers and they gave reverence to Amen Ra and they had their hands in the shapes of pyramids because if you understand why they built the pyramids, not only were the pyramids uh, sources of vibration, that is how they were able to like move things across the sand, but also the pyramids were supposed to be um, like connections to the divine that is why they built pyramids aligned with star constellations so when they said amen they always made sure that they had their hands in the form of pyramids that is where you get the whole quote-unquote prayer hands from you know what i'm saying like and then with the 10 commandments those are just 10 laws that they took from the 42 laws of my and if we if we want to go in even deeper, the term Holy Bible derived from the term Helios Biblos. Helios Biblos literally translated to sun papers, be, because if you know anything about the uh, Nile Valley, the sun was the most important thing in the metal nature in their spiritual system, because the sun to them was considered the son of God. That is where you get that whole term that, you know, Jesus is the son of God. Be because in um, ancient Kemet, the son of God was literally the son because it is the one most important thing to all life on this planet. If the sun dies, we all die. If the sun blows up, we die. If the sun starts to go back further into space, we're going to die because we're going to freeze. So the sun papers were um, they were like manuscripts that were, you know, like um, what's what's the word in the Bible? They were like scriptures, you know, but they were called then manuscripts where they you where they kind of sort of like wrote wrote down like, you know, things to revere the sun and Amun Ra because Amun Ra was the sun god so again the holy bible that term is even taken from ancient Kemet in the term Helios Biblos Helios Biblos literally means sun papers all of that stuff they just took it from ancient Kemet and they made it their own and they brainwashed us to believe that all of that stuff is theirs and we are christians and da, 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 da. like we all know that before slavery we were not christians now i have some people who will say well christianity was already in africa before we were slaves and you are right and secondly it wasn't even called christianity they weren't following the king james version of the bible nor were they following the old testament nor were they following the Torah. It was Helios Biblos, the Sun Papers, and it wasn't even called Christianity. And the original 
Jesus before they turned him white. He was black. Was he real? No. But he was black. And he was a depiction of the son of God in human form. That's where it comes from when, when they start to say, well, it was already in Ethiopia a thousand, you know, all these years ago. Yeah, but that's not the same shit that y'all following. Y'all following the King James Version of the Bible, the white one. Not the original in its truest form. Now, if y'all were following that, I wouldn't have no problem because that would literally be a straight connection to the Medunetra teachings of the Nile Valley. But yeah, I'm going to um, keep the keep the rest for uh, part two. Part two, um, I'm going to be talking about who were we before Christianity? Um, what did our ancestors worship before Christianity? You know, how did we become Christians? And how the slave mind was manipulated for generations to pass down the rhetoric that you know of the white jesus and christianity and all of that stuff so that's what we're going to be getting into on thursday but i'm about to get up out of here hope everybody have a good day a good night and i'll holler at y'all thursday stay tuned because i'm coming back with more heat i'm out